0: Hello, and welcome to Religious Rebels, a podcast where we push back on behavior-based religion, question Christianity's concepts, and seek to find Jesus in the awkward middle way of grace and truth. I'm Christy Lynn Wood. Hello, and welcome back to Religious Rebels. So today we're just going to talk about my heart for you and also the possibility of a very real God who might not be exactly what we think he is. If you're here and you are still listening to this podcast, the odds are you've experienced some disillusionment with the church and with Christianity or with your version of Christianity that you experienced. You may have been spiritually abused. You are probably potentially traumatized by a church experience, or a religious leader, or what you experienced God to be. Perhaps you don't know what you think anymore about Christianity, or God, or the church, and maybe you don't even know what you think about religion. Thanks for being here. I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad that you are willing to let me talk to you, and just share with you some of the only experiences that I've had, and um, I know it's hard, I've been there. I know that it's confusing, and I know that it can be really just challenging. So thanks. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you, and I appreciate that you're here. Many of us grew up with a perspective on who God is that's very different from who He really is. We grew up with a God who was judgmental and angry, with a God who was ready to punish us if we stepped out of line. In Gothard's Institute, there were all these famous anecdotal stories of people who accidentally bought the wrong colored toothbrush, and then God got after them and punished them because they hadn't sought him or something like that. Lots of anecdotal stuff used to control with fear and um, just really not not healthy. But I don't know what kind of God you grew up with. If there was that just God's disappointed in me or God you know, likes me better when I'm behaving or certain expectations that you had to follow or just an angry God who was out for vengeance, and stuff like that. But I just am curious if perhaps that God is more of a representation of the leaders that you experienced than it was of the one true God. I think we often make God in our own image, and we forget that we were actually made in His image, and that He is nothing like us. We just happen to be a little bit like Him in the different qualities that we possess, our emotions, our ability to connect our intellect, things like that. But God is so different from us. He's not anything like us. I want to take us today on a little bit of a journey. And I don't believe that the Bible is completely metaphorical. I also don't believe that it's completely literal. I think there's parts that are metaphorical, and there's parts that are poetry, and parts that are history, and parts that are law, and parts that are books of wisdom, parts that are letters. And we're going to talk a lot more about that next time. But today, I just want to take us on a little bit of a journey and just kind of see who God is as we look at him through scripture throughout the Bible. So one of my favorite places to learn theology from is actually the beginning of Genesis. When I see the creation story and I see mankind in the Garden of Eden with God as they were intended to be, intended to be in that close relationship with each other and with God, and then we see the fall And people choosing to disobey God, and then we see them being separated from God. They're no longer closely connected with Him, they're now separate. And we watch how God treats them. Now, this is so fascinating. If you just write off the beginning of Genesis, you miss so many things about God. And the Middle Eastern people that the Bible was written to and who wrote the Bible asked a lot of different questions than we ask. And so often in the West, we want to be like, well, what are the details? You know, what's the, how did that really happen? Where are all the hows and all this kind of stuff? And give me the details. And is this really science or is this is, and we're asking the wrong questions because the people in the Middle East love narrative. They love stories. And they would hear the story and they would say, what is this telling me about God? Why would God do that? What are these things about God? And how does this fit in with the rest of the Bible? And so when I look at the fall story in Genesis, and I see people who deliberately chose to disobey God, they experience these negative consequences. They recognize their own nakedness and their shame and the guilt that comes upon them. And they run and they hide from God. And then they make themselves fig leaf clothing to try to get rid of that shame by themselves. That is so us. Like, that is the definition of religion, I am going to take care of it myself. I'm going to push God away. I'm going to run away from him. And I'm going to do something about it. They hid and they did. And I feel like that's what religion does even now still to us. We are hidden from God. We hide from God. We feel shame. We feel guilt. We feel his disappointment, his condemnation. And we try to fix it ourselves. We try to do things that will make God happy with us. We try to do things that will make us a better person. And in Genesis, you see God walking in the garden with Adam and Eve, and they hear the sound of his footsteps. Who has feet? Jesus. They hear the sound of God's footsteps, and he comes and he says, where are you? He's seeking them. He's not condemning them. He's seeking them. And I really think this is the first instance that we see a God who seeks and who saves the lost. And he gets Adam and Eve and he draws them out and he talks to them and he gives them consequences. And there's things that happen because of their choice to disobey him. And in the end, he sacrifices animals and he makes them coverings of skin and of the animal fur that will keep them warm and actually cover them. And it's such a picture of Jesus. It probably was Jesus in the Garden of Eden with them. The part of the Godhead who has a body. That just like blows my mind. I love that. Also in my book. And just like here's God doing exactly what he's going to do for all of humanity down the way. That's just the first picture of this God who seeks and who saves and who sacrifices. Knowing that he's going to sacrifice himself. Abraham. Abraham has one son that he waited a long time to get. It was a miraculous birth, miraculous conception. He finally gets this son, and God asks him to sacrifice him on a mountain called Moriah. And Abraham takes Isaac, his son, up to the mountain and he's going to follow God's plan, and he's going to sacrifice him. And God steps in and says, don't sacrifice him. God provides a substitute. He provides a ram caught in the thicket and Abraham sacrifices this ram instead of his son. And I think what many of us don't understand is on that mountain, hundreds of years later, there'll be a city built in the city Jerusalem. And there will be a man, Jesus, who died outside that city on the mountain. And it's beautiful. He was the sacrifice. As I see this God through the bible and i'm hearing people in my head from threads telling me like i don't believe in penal substitutionary atonement anymore like i don't believe in the same one you're talking about either there's a lot of people condemning this whole idea of god needing a sacrifice but it's all through scripture and i don't think there's this angry god who is demanding blood like that's just like a straw man people create this idea that they can just knock over like that's not what it's talking about he's talking about Sin has a consequence. Sin creates separation. We were separated from God. And Jesus came to pay that price, to be the separation, to die that death that we deserve to bring us back into that relationship with God. And if you look at the way the Jewish people recognized blood, it wasn't this vengeance, it wasn't this anger. It was a atonement. It was forgiveness. The blood symbolized that forgiveness and that that sacrifice. And that's just the theme throughout scripture. So when I see that, like, and I know in our 21st century Western world, this is like, this is really uncomfortable. But guys, we, we can't read the Bible through Western 21st century American eyes. We're going to talk about that next week. We have to read it in the way that the author intended it to be written and the audience would have heard it. We have to see it in that way. These stories, these concepts, what does this teach me about God? What does it say about God? Why would God do that? Because over and over again, he said, I'm going to provide a sacrifice. I'm going to be the sacrifice. I'm bringing you back into a relationship with me. I think that's the theme of scripture is we have this real God of the real Bible who's longing to bring us back into a relationship with him, who's longing to bring us back into a restoration relationship where we are healed, where we are changed. And that's the difference between behavior based religion, where you're trying to do stuff and earn your way back to God, and where He says, You can't do it. I'm going to do it for you. All you have to do is accept this gift, and I will change you. I will restore you. I will remake you into the person that I want you to be, into the person that I created you to be. And you're going to be healed and you're going to be whole. And as your heart is healed, behaviors change. They just do. It's automatic. As my heart is healed, I'm not the same selfish, grumpy, prideful, arrogant, broken person because those needs in my heart, they're they are full. They're healed. And that to me is a beautiful thing. I want that for you guys. I want you to have a different understanding of who God might be, a different understanding of what the Bible might be. And there's people out there who want to just tear these, these chapters and these stories apart and say that they're wrong and there's contradictions and all that kind of stuff. And... If you want to go there you can. I'm not going to fight you, I'm not going to argue you, but I just don't think it's an accurate picture or an accurate presentation. I think it's once again our western way of seeing things and of viewing things and of condemning things instead of trying to read it from a perspective of how the original audience and author would have intended it to be. On this podcast we're going to push back. I'm pushing back against tradition. I'm pushing back against religion and interpretation and opinions on both sides. And I'm going to seek the real Jesus because I want to know who he is. And I want you to know who he is. I mentioned on the first episode that I met Jesus when I was 15, that he showed up and he was different than I expected. And I can't explain exactly why or what happened or who he is or who he was. And yet he pursued me and he drew me to himself. And this is the God that I see in scripture over and over again. The God that wants to draw us to himself. The God that seeks and saves the lost. The God who reaches out to sinners and people who are outcasts from society and draws them in. We don't have to come up with our own ideas about God. Because he has shown us who he is. Jesus is the exact image of God. And as we look into who he really is, and as we look into what the Bible says about him, and as we look into what the culture of the time would have interpreted this to be, and as we actually just dig into reality and truth of scripture, we find a very different God than the religious we he's experienced. And we find a very different God than people who want to destroy him and tear him down and make him look something that he's not want him to be. So I just want you to come with me and find out who this God is. I want to rebel against all these crazy ideas out there, and I want to find the real Jesus, and I want you to come with me. So the Bible can be misused and abused and just, it was abused and abused in my life in insane ways, but that doesn't mean that it's not true. So let's talk about that next time. Until then, keep searching.